folks, this is David opposing the Matrix. A little um, uncoordinated tonight, but that's okay. What else is new, huh? So, Brian's not going to be able to be with us today or tonight. Um, here's some health stuff going on at his house, so I don't want to go into that elaborate anything, but, um, you know, just somebody's not feeling well and he needs to take care of them. Okay, so um it's being a good husband so okay so what we were going to talk about tonight we're going to talk about probably saturday i don't he suggested that we do a show tomorrow but i don't know if i want to do that because i'm i'm going to be tired tomorrow because i'm starting this at uh, like nine o'clock and i'll probably be uploading it till two in the morning and stuff like that working on the um the audio part of it and everything else so anyway um, so tonight, in, in lieu of the other subject, I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about, uh, harp. And, uh, if you remember about a week ago, maybe a little longer, there was a, um, pretty bad earthquake in southeastern Turkey. And, um, uh, the only American base I think that we have there would be Inserlik or in that same area. And, um. But uh, it's not not close enough to where they per they felt it too bad. But they felt it in Syria pretty bad. Uh, northern Syria, especially the town, excuse me, the city of Aleppo, uh, felt it pretty bad. And if my voice sounds really deep, it's because I've got something going on again, health wise. So um, I picked up another bug somewhere. But um, anyway, so let's see. Yeah, so it's a pretty bad earthquake and. Um, a lot of people are speculating that maybe it was caused by harp. Now, it's been speculated in the past that harp can, um, they can make weather with it. They can stop weather with it. In other words, if there's a storm coming your way, they can actually make that not happen uh, if you need the rain. And if you've had too much rain, they can make more rainfall. So, um, but they also can do other things with it too. They can heat up the atmosphere above your uh, your country and cause the cause global warming, and that might be a big cause of global warming. Who knows? And because um, I know it's not from carbon emissions, <laughs> it can't be. Um, and and you know, what what do I say that? Because uh, cars and trucks and everything nowadays put out less uh, carbon emissions than they ever had since uh, cars and trucks were first made and first operated uh, around the world so now I can't speak for other countries like China and India because they're gross polluters but uh, here in the States and in Europe and stuff like that uh, the air is pretty clean so take that um, and run with it if you can so um, but another thing they can do and the guy will explain how this is done in this video we're going to watch we're going to watch two videos tonight one's um One's going to be this, this man explaining uh, how HARP works, uh, how they use it to, to topographically measure what's underground. That's, they use it to find oil and um, and natural gas and stuff like that. And um, But uh, he'll, he'll explain how it works, how the uh, ultrasonics work and everything else. And, um, and then the next video we'll watch is actually a woman. Uh, she's a senator in the uh, Turkish government. And she was calling out um, the United States and NATO and, and things like that, uh, accusing them of the earthquake that happened last week. And uh, so what I'll do with that one, folks, is because I know that there are some of you that listen to this show and you do not uh, you do not watch it. So um, I'm asking those who do watch it to be patient with me as we uh, go along because I'm going to be stopping it periodically. Uh, quite a bit, actually, in order to be able to read what she's saying uh, to the listening audience as opposed to the viewing audience. So um, so we'll go with that. And um, but uh, yes, harp thing's been pretty perplexing, pretty interesting. Um, I There's so many things to look into, folks, with, with the stuff that's going on around. You know, it's um, uh, looking into harp has been something that I've wanted to do a lot, but I haven't had a chance to do very much. Anyway, I I know what I read every week and stuff like that, but I haven't had a chance to scientifically go into de depth about it. So um, I, I rely on other people to do that for me. Okay, 
And um, it's a big bad boy, man. They heat up that atmosphere up in the ionosphere. And um, it's interesting how they can use it. Um, if you're familiar with radio waves at all, folks, um, if you listen to shortwave especially, uh, there's times when you can use a, a shorter bandwidth and times you have to use a longer bandwidth depending on where the sun is in the sky and if it's day or night um, and what what might be going on with the ionosphere. And um, there's basically you have the earth and then there's two levels of ionosphere, okay? Uh, one of them is always there, but the other one is created when the sun hits the particles up in the atmosphere. But as the night comes, the sun's not there anymore. That kind of goes away, okay? So what they do is... Um, during the day that you use a higher frequency because you can actually bounce it through the first one hit the second one which is higher up and it uh, depending on the angle it can go a lot farther uh, around the earth or whatever um and and that you know and um uh, at night you use a um, a shorter frequency because uh you don't need to punch through that that uh the first layer you use that layer as the layer that you bounce off of um Frequency is a really interesting thing to get into. Uh, I I used to like to listen to uh, shortwave radio, and I knew that um, uh, like at night you would want to listen to like thirty nine hunt or thirty nine megabytes or megabytes thirty nine megahertz, excuse me. And during the day you'd want to listen to um, excuse me thirty nine hundred megahertz or hertz. I can't remember. Uh, it's been a long time. But in the daytime, you'd want to listen to 17, uh, uh, and, they, and they all go in meter bands because a meter band is, um, in other words, how many how many uh, sine waves you have in, in one meter. Um, so um, anyway, it's, it's really interesting to get into. And as a matter of fact, uh, a few months ago, I picked up a, a cheap old shortwave radio like I always wanted when I was younger, but I could never afford. Well, now they're, they're old news and I can afford them. So um, I picked one up and uh, I plan on going outside uh, when the weather starts getting nice and start listening to some long distance uh, stations. I've <laughs> when I was a kid, I know I'm walking down memory lane here and I'll get to other things. OK, but humor me. Um when I was uh, younger, I used to, you know, I'm talking about in my 20s, uh, yeah, 20s, early 30s. Um, I used to listen, and uh, what you could do is you could write to these different radio stations. They got um, um, WQRS, I think is what the, the magazine is called, World Radio, Intelli World Radio Intelligent Handbook, WRTH, sorry. And um, they have the address in the back of all these different radio stations. So you listen, and you see where it is. In megahertz, you see what time it is. Then you go to and you look and see if that's sta what station is broadcasting on that channel at that time. And then you write to them and you say, "Hey, you know, I heard you at such and such a time. You were talking about the news in uh, Mongolia, say, you know, and and I really enjoyed your program. And it was in English. And uh, sooner or later, you know, you get this thing in the mail. It's a little uh, anything from a little postcard to a lot of paraphernalia. The Philippines sent me envelopes worth of stuff. You know." I mean, garbage by our, you know, by our terms, you know, little um, banners and stuff like that to hang around your room and stuff. And um, but um, yeah, so it was an interesting hobby. And I got to know about um, sine waves and meter bands and stuff like that. I actually got to accentuate what I knew already. Um, so anyway, when we're talking about um, I, using the ionosphere to to bounce a harp off of there. Um, not only do they bounce it off of there, but they heat up the molecules in those layers. Okay. And, um, of course, that heats up the atmosphere that's underneath the, those layers. And um, it can cause a lot of problems. Okay. In other words, um, if a hurricane is, let's say, heading toward Florida, they can actually heat up the atmosphere around that hurricane uh, or maybe before it's where it's going. Let's say the hurricane is is going to hit Miami and they don't want it to hit Miami. They want it to hit Jacksonville. So what they do is they warm up the atmosphere um, north of Miami. The, the hurricane is hurricanes are always attracted to warmer water and, and weather. Um, so the, the hurricane will actually move and go up in that direction. And, um, and then it pounds Jacksonville instead of hitting Miami Dade. And, um, so they've, they've turned it pretty well into a science. So it doesn't surprise me. Um, 
for instance, uh, you know, uh, Florida is a red state, and so is Alabama, um, Texas. All the Gulf states are are, um, are red states. So it doesn't surprise me when uh, maybe when uh, one of the states, let's just pick Mississippi, decides to vote against abortion, you know, and uh, enact strict rules against abortion. And uh, the next hurricane season, all of a sudden, this hurricane comes and heads and slams right into Mississippi, you know. So, yeah, it's, yeah, you don't have to be a blind man to see it either. So um, anyway, so they've got that pretty down, pretty well down as a science and, uh, and now I, I guess, and we'll learn from this video that they can actually excite the ground uh, to such an extent where it, it creates earthquakes. So, why don't we watch that video real quick, and then uh, we'll move on to uh, talk a little bit, and then move on to the next one, and then kind of sum things up. We're not going to go past an hour today. We've already gone eleven minutes. Whoopee! Um, so, anyway, so let's watch this video, okay? And then uh, talk, and then watch the next one. And I have to do a lot of reading during that one too. So, here we go. is today even more pissed that Turkey announced it won't allow Sweden into NATO, doubled down on it this week, said it would vote against it. So what does the U.S. and the U.K., what do they do about this? They start issuing warnings to people that we hear there are going to be terrorist attacks in Turkey very soon, so you might not want to travel there, scaring people. So the Netherlands, the U.K., Belgium, Germany, and France all closed their embassies this week as a result. Again, you can't make this stuff up. This is how these warmongers Where would these terror attacks come from? Hmm, I wonder. Well, Turkey's not wondering. They know these false flag terror attacks would be set up by the United States and the United Kingdom, the same group who just blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. They have a partner pipeline with Russia called the Turk Stream pipeline. Think that's a target? Well, you'd be stupid not to. It's all about energy and resources and power. That's what this is all about. So, hey, Turkey, fall in line or the United States and the UK will help create terrorist attacks in Istanbul so we can get our way, just like we do in Iran, in Syria, in Yemen, and other hot spots around the world. Too many to count, actually. Maskeli sırtan yüzlerinizi Türkiye'nin üzerinden çekiniz. Bu kadar aşağı. happened in the sky in Turkey before the earthquake. yani tam da deprem anı. Aynı anda Düzce'nin değişik yerleri ve Zonguldak'ta da benzer görüntüler kayıt altına alındı. Sarsıntıyla beraber bir top ışık hüzmesi belirdi. İşte böyle ve kayboldu. Daha önce başka depremlerde de benzer görüntüler kaydedilmişti hatırla. In 1983, I did radio tomography with 30 watts, looking for oil in the ground. I found 26 oil wells over a nine-state area, and 100% of the time was accurate, which is 30 watts of power beaming straight into solid rock. HARP uses a billion watts beamed straight into the ionosphere for experiments. Picture these strings on the piano as layers of the earth. Each one has its own frequency. What we used to do is beam radio waves into the ground, and it would vibrate any strings that were present in the ground. We might get a sound back like... 
and we'd say, that's natural gas. We might get a sound back like, and we say that's crude oil. We were able to identify each frequency. We accomplished this with just 30 watts of radio power. If you do this with a billion watts, the vibrations are so violent that the entire piano would shake. In fact, the whole house would shake. In fact, the vibrations could be so severe underground that could even cause an earthquake. Last year, I confronted Heizo Takenaka, the former Japanese finance minister, over why he handed over control of the Japanese financial system to a group of American and European oligarchs. He and his envoy told me that it was because Japan had been threatened by an earthquake machine. I did not believe it at the time. However, when I started exposing some of their doings, I was told by the Japanese security police that because of what I had said on places like Rents.com, that Niigata City was going to be hit by an earthquake. Two days later, Japan's largest nuclear reactor was the exact epicenter of two earthquakes, both 6.8 in magnitude. That is too much of a coincidence for me. So I started doing research and found out about HARP, H-A-A-R-P. And I realized that they really did know how to make earthquakes. And they do it by shooting a billion watt microwave into the ionosphere, which is a part of the atmosphere that has a lot of energy in it, that pushes the ionosphere up into outer space and then it rebounds. And the way it rebounds can cause earthquakes. Just like an opera singer can break a glass by singing at a certain level, or by dragging your fingernails on a blackboard, you feel a weird sensation. If they adjust the vibration for the rock underneath their target site, they can do that. The same machine can also heat up subterranean water to cause earthquakes. And remember, a billion watt microwave. What does microwave do to water? It heats it up. Now imagine if you put a billion watts into a tropical storm. You could make it much bigger and you could change the direction it flows in. You know how there's high pressure zones and low pressure zones. Well, high is hot and low is cold. And the hot flows into the cold. And vice versa, and there's more of the cold. So they can heat up an area and cause it to flow into a next door area. In other words, these people are capable of creating the cyclone that hit Myanmar, the tsunami that hit Indonesia, and the earthquake that hit China. Now, after the earthquakes hit Niigata, a member of the Inagawa crime family, which is based in around the U.S. Yokosuka Air Base, and members of the Inagawa family have told me that their big boss is George Bush Sr. In other words, they work for Skull and Bones. And they invited me to a so-called UFO gathering where they showed me the video of this blog. They told me it was a UFO, but it was obviously, to me anyway, a plasma uh, weapon or a ball of heat created by something like a billion watt microwave. And I predicted in my blog that there would be videos of lights found above China before the earthquake. And those videos then appeared in the internet after I predicted they would. And furthermore, a Taiwanese satellite detected a 50% drop in the ionosphere in the amount of electric energy in the ionosphere above the earthquake zone. Now, a 50% drop would be exactly what would happen with HARP. It would push the ionosphere up, and then it would slam back down. So, it looks like the insane criminals who have taken over the U.S. government are killing people and threatening people with earthquake weapons. It doesn't look like it. I actually have some of the proof. 
Weather modification could also be used as an instrument of warfare by manipulating the electric jet and the jet streams that dictate climate. The publicly stated aim is C3, command, communication, and control. The margin of victory in war is to block or intercept enemy communications and to secure your own. The signals in the ELF extremely low frequency range can be generated by HARP and heard anywhere in the world and are used for earth penetrating tomography, basically finding enemy submarines and underground bases. The main idea behind HARP is the ability to direct electrons along the naturally occurring magnetic field lines of the earth and accelerate them to near the speed of light to form a protective shell of highly excited particles that not only block communications worldwide but destroy missiles and their trajectory as they descend from space. The effects can be localized by punching a hole through the ionosphere to superheat an area 30 kilometers in diameter into a plasma shield. Any missile or aircraft would be destroyed that tried to fly through the plasma, which is the fourth state of matter. A hole in the ionosphere above an enemy country could kill by allowing solar radiation to strike the surface unhindered. I can't handle any more of that music. <laughs> Golly. I could, as, as sure as the Lord lives, I do not remember that music being when I first listened to it. So I apologize if you didn't hear everything that was said in there. But, um, well, what can we do? You know, hopefully you did. So, yeah. <laughs> they can turn it in. Uh, we've heard of particle beam weapons and everything like that. Maybe that has something else to do with heart. Um, yeah, it's interesting. They said because it's, they said when you got the atmosphere here and then you got the um, the ionosphere here. Well, actually, this is part of this. But so when they lift this up, this goes up, and then they let it go like that, you know, and it it sends a wave right down to the ground and. Um, I'm my cur I'm curious uh curious about um if people actually feel that when it happens you know um is the human sensory system able to comprehend that when it happens um I've never felt anything like that but to me it would seem like there would be um for a moment or however long they were pulling up the the um ionosphere and the atmosphere you might feel a little lightheaded. Um, you might feel like uh, a little anxious, maybe. And then when they let it go, you know, you you might feel you might feel pretty good actually because what's happening is your the atmosphere is compressing and it's giving you more oxygen. But um, that's just uh, what I think. You know, I I don't know if that's the truth, but uh, it's a good shot. <laughs> okay. So um, yeah. We got a bunch of psychopaths running things out there, and um, somebody uh, just answered one of my um, little things I put on Telegram to my family and uh, said, talked about the psychopaths in government never learning and trying to do something again that failed in the past. So, and you know, that's the um, they say that's one of the hallmarks of uh, of telling that a person's insane is that they try to do something that hasn't worked before, um, thinking that they can do it to make it work, but pretty sure it's going to fail anyway. So um, anyway, so that's that's that's that whole thing right there. So um, what I'd like to do now is play this other video. 
And like I said, I'm going to be stopping it a lot because I want to read what she says, okay? And also know that um, for some reason, the bottom parts of these uh, videos are, uh, the bottom like line of words is not showing up, bottom sentence. Um, so I'll do the best I can to read it. And uh, I just don't know uh, what happened there, if it's uh, it's a, for a rumble problem or if it's the actual video that was, uh, you know, that was, was made that way. It was made badly, but um, it's happened a number of times now, so um, from different publishers and stuff like that. So, you know, whatever. All right. So you're going to see this. Uh, she's a senator in the Turkish government, and she's rebuking very strongly uh, the powers of NATO um, and what they've done to Turkey and uh, she reveals a lot about NATO so I hope I don't miss anything but I'm going to try to sh you know pause it every time I can to read what she said okay and again if you're watching it it might get tedious to you and I apologize but we have to be um, we have to be fair to everybody who either watches or listens okay so I'm going to go ahead and start it up here Vă mulțumesc frumos. Declarația mea politică se intitulează A fost nevoie să moară oameni și încă nu s-a terminat. Stimați senatori, de trei ani de zile trăim la nivel mondial o adevărată campanie de ucidere în masă, fie prin intermediul unor pretinse pandemii și nevoia iminentă de injectare cu vaccinuri netestate care omoară oameni, fie prin intermediul unor războaie care reduc numărul populației globului, dar repun pe alte făgașuri politica internațională așează polii de putere și modifică granițele. Până când am trăit să asistăm și la producerea de cutremure la comandă, în fapt este un atac asupra Turciei din partea mai marilor lumii, cărora l-a displăcut total faptul că au fost puși la punct de recept Aip Erdogan, președintele Turciei. Mai mult, poziția acestuia de neutralitate și mediator în războiul ucrainean-rus a deranjat profund, mai ales că Turcia este a doua mare putere din punct de vedere militar în cadrul NATO. Poziția de a bloca aderarea Suediei la NATO, dar și discursul său la Davos, mai ales precum și gestul de a pleca în mijlocul conferinței, sfidându-l pe Schwab, nu a rămas fără ecou în lumea dură și rece. Nu, nu, nu, nu, nu, we're not doing that again. So I'm going to go ahead and go up here and get rid of that banner that's going across. How's that sound? And maybe that'll give us some more um okay that's gone so let's see if that helps us out a little bit okay and then uh if not then all i could be able to do is tell you that she what she's um the ultimate goal of what her, she was doing so um okay oops cool way there we go all right here we go let's try this again Vă mulțumesc frumos. Declarația mea politică se intitulează A fost nevoie să moară oameni și încă nu s-a terminat. Stimați colesenatori. Vă mulțumesc frumos. Declarația mea politică se intitulează A fost nevoie să moară oameni și încă nu s-a terminat. Stimați senatori, de trei ani de zile trăim la nivel mondial o adevărată campanie de ucidere în masă, fie prin intermediul unor pretinse pandemii și nevoia iminentă de injectare cu vaccinuri netestate care omoară oameni, fie prin intermediul unor războaie care reduc numărul populației globului, dar repun pe alte făgașuri politica internațională așează polii de putere și modifică granițele. Până când am trăit să asistăm și la producerea de cutremure la comandă, în fapt este un atac asupra Turciei din partea mai marilor lumii, cărora l-a displăcut total faptul că au fost puși la punct de recept Aip Erdogan, președintele Turciei. Mai mult, poziția acestuia de neutralitate și mediator... C-R-D-T, um, Turkish Senator, uh, rebuking NATO. Okay, NATO responds to Turkey, kicking Turkey out of NATO. Um, well, let's see what happens here. 
Okay. Let's see. Security conference at Oslo. Nope. Um, Senate, Senate fires back, fires Finland, Sweden for NATO. Let's see. No, it's U.S. Senators. U.S. Senators. U.S. Senators. Um, Maronami. Um, wow. Turkish Senator. Uh, here. One more thing, and then we'll just not do this. Um... NATO, Sweden. Let's see. 6th of February, 2023. Okay, Secretary General. Okay. Uh, Chief of Turkey or just swift ratification? Nope. One thing, let me check this. And then if it's not this, then... Uh, Let's see, press conference. No. Okay, the only thing I could possibly do is um, read it as it's going along, and maybe I can do that. So I'm bound and determined, folks, to you to find out to exactly what I um, exactly what was happening at this meeting. Okay. Let's see if this works. Thank you. Okay. People had to die, and that's not over yet. Dear fellow senators, for three years we have been experienced a real campaign. Oh, man. Um, either through alleged pandemics and the imminent need to inject untested vaccines that killed people. or through wars that reduce the world's population but rearranges international politics realigns power and I can't read the last line okay We have lived to witness the production of earthquakes on command. Which is actually an attack on Turkey by the greatest, the greatest of the world. Who totally dislike being set up by uh, Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Erdogan, the president of Turkey. Moreover, his position of neutrality and mediator in the Ukrainian-Russian war deeply disturbed them, meaning NATO. Especially since Turkey is the second greatest power from the military point uh, of view within NATO. That's very true, too. His position to block Sweden's um, accession to NATO, his speech in Davos. Okay. As well as the gesture of of, uh, leaving in the middle of the press conference... Defying Schwab. (laughs) Did not remain without an echo in the cold world of uh, leaders of the world. But no one thought that people would have to die, so many people, in such a terrible way. And it's just a warning because it wasn't the most populated area of Turkey. 
huh? 150 aftershocks of a devastating earthquake, the second larger than the first, with um, without the existence of a epicenter. Okay. The area being artificially stimulated, geological weapons having existed for a very long time. Okay, let's see what we've got here. Being used so far without causing too many casualties, probably for experiments. Now it has been put into practice. If we look carefully at the map of Turkey, we will see that it is furrowed by gas and oil pipelines. This being actually one of the goals, one of the goals there. But 10 seconds before the occurrence of the so-called earthquake, the Turks closed uh, these pipelines. That's interesting. I wonder if they knew. Huh. Let's see. Okay, in addition, 24 hours before the earthquake, 10 countries withdrew their ambassadors from Turkey. Wow. Five days before its occurrence, the uh, Romanian Minister of Foreign Affairs issued travel warnings for Romanians um, inside it, um, traveling to Turkey or inside of Turkey. Although there was no danger, as did other countries. By killing people, they serve their interest. The maps shown on all the television channels show that there was no epicenter, but, um, but a line with thousands of earthquakes. Hmm. There's always an epicenter. I wonder what the Turkish secret services are investigating a possible criminal intervention. Uh, read, um, read involvement of another state is triggering the first earthquake. which uh, followed later being a chain reaction after the stabilization of the tectonic plates in the region. Destabilization, excuse me. It is very clear that President Erdogan was punished for his courage, dignity, and, and, um, and honor, and for his... Um, I don't know what that word is. Oh, and closeness to the Feder Russian Federation. That, that's important, folks. We'll talk about that afterwards. In fact, a position of neutrality and uh, mediation for peace. In addition, it is desired to divert people's attention from Ukraine good point where representatives of many countries have already begun to mm, begun to shout against the depotism and um, depotism and uh, orders given by President Zelensky
as if he is ruling the world and someone is obliged to send weapons and participate in his war. In a war where he sacrificed his own people and destroyed his entire country. Anyone who speaks of peace is put, uh, let's see, is put on the pole uh, of infamy and attacked from all sides. This is what happened in Romania when I started the unique initiative, uh, Neutrality for Romania, the peace from Bucharest. Okay, I'm sorry, this is a Romanian senator, folks. I said Turkish. Okay, here we go. They all tr um they all rushed at me, although now after 1 year of war, almost all of them say everything that I said and supported and supported from the beginning, claiming now that they are the hmm, Oh, the uh, like the authors of the idea. Okay. Plagiarists, Pharisees, Judas. Whoa. <laughs> because of you, people have died and continue to die. You have all you all have hands stained with the blood of millions of people killed for the interests of some madmen who wish to rule the world. Unfortunately, at the Romanian leadership level, We only have incompetence, idiots, plagiarists, thieves, robbers, uh, criminals, cowards, traitors, and the list goes on. These incompetence awarded by foreign countries for special merits in their support. but at the expense of Romania are trying at this moment to turn Romania from neutral, a neutral sovereign state uh, into a, um, looks like a, something an offensive state servile and offensive state okay through which some great powers call can exercise their warlike actions and to the oh, Romanizing into canon, uh, canon father for the benefit of themselves, I think it says. Judas, we will stop you at any risk and at any cost. Leave Romania to be Sovereign and neutral. We are not interested in anyone's wars. We have always defended the nations, uh, always defended our nation and um, land, and we have not attacked anyone. Okay. You should know we have always been in the losing camp, even when the camp won. We have always paid. Enough. Stop here. Romania will keep its neutrality no matter what. You promised to 
No matter what you promise to others, you traitors. We have an obligation to keep good neighborhood relations in the region, whatever others ask you. If you are not able to defend our peace and you are not, uh, and you are not, oh, if you're not able to defend our peace and you are not, then leave or we will take you down. It is very clear to me that at this point, things at the international level have gotten out of hand. The fools are playing as God, and they think they have uh, won the game. Because of these demented and psychopathic people who cause war and cataclysms using... Hmm, I can't read it. Unconventional weapons, it says. We humans are just members. Wait a minute, I got to go back for a second. We humans are just members. They can get rid of us. They can get rid of. Are just numbers they can get rid of. Okay. It is imperative that all nations, the peoples of the world, rise up together, wake up from daily comfort and sleepiness. And it's just like in 1848, we'll begin the struggle for liberation from the yoke of psychopaths. Of demented people who steal our happiness in the beautiful, in the beautiful world in that we live in. That's why I urge all of you who still want to live in the world of God and not of Satan. I urge you to rise up and fight to, to a world revolt to free us all and to destroy these enemies. Because in this moment, we are in a... Um, in legitimate defense take the claws off Turkey take the claws off Romania take the claws off God's people warning to the psychopaths of the world if you need people to die we need you to perish, too. It's all or nothing, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Talon's Law. Thank you, Senator SOS Romania Party, uh, Diana... Ivano Vici Sosoka. Wow, there's one gutsy lady, man. I'm telling you. Good golly. <laughs> that was amazing. It really was. You know, folks, um, there was another person that did a speech very similar to this, and it was the Italian, um, the Italian prime minister, the new one, uh, a young lady, or a lady anyway, and uh, basically gave the same kind of speech. So it appears to me that, um, that Europe is waking up. 
Um, it's kind of a shame that Europe's waking up and in this country we're not. We're just letting it all happen, you know? Letting it all happen. And that's um, that's going to be to our detriment, folks. It really is. So um, we need to, I, I don't know what we need to do. I'm not going to make any suggestions because I don't want to get blamed for spurring people on to do anything. Um if you're always telling you in your heart to do something or if you feel your conscience telling you to do something, then, um, well, pray about it first, of course. But um, and pray about it several several times, you know, days, weeks or months before, you know, you make any firm decisions because uh, you want to be in his will. You don't want to uh, cause any problems for the kingdom of God or his people. And um, so... It's uh, it's crazy, folks. I never thought I'd see the world doing stuff like this. I never thought I would see uh, Romania, which is, well, you know, they call it a Christian nation, sticking up for a Muslim nation. It's neat kind of to see all the people putting aside their differences and coming together to fight this evil. It really is. So um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm happy about it. That's for sure. But, um, you know, um, yeah, one thing I wanted to talk about, uh, like she was talking about, too, was that uh, Turkey has grown a lot closer to the Soviet or Soviet to Russia. I grew up with the Soviet Union, you know, threatening us all the time. So uh, a lot of times I'll call Russia that and I have to recant and correct myself. But, um, yeah, it's uh, uh, Turkey has grown, grown really closer, a lot closer to to Russia which is kind of interesting because that helps to set everything up for the Ezekiel 38-39 war. Um, we've done a show on that, Brian and I, maybe two shows, and so you can go back and look at that. Or maybe in the future we'll do another show about it. But, um, yeah, so they've grown cl a lot closer to um, to Russia. And uh, so I would say that they, they're basically um, they're, they're between a rock and a hard place because they're a member of NATO and NATO wants to fight the, uh, the Russians in Ukraine, but they're friends of the Russians too. <laughs> and uh, they've gotten a lot more from the Russians than I think they ever gotten from us. Turkey's kind of been the bastard child of uh, NATO, uh, unfortunately. Um, man, back in the Korean War, they were feared fighters. You know, if the Turks went against you, man, it was... <laughs> It wasn't good, and they fought on the, They fought for the UN, of course, just like everybody else did, or seemed that way anyway. But um, it's um, it's interesting to watch all this stuff start to play out. You know, um, Turkey going against the wishes, and, and another thing is that um, the reason that uh, Turkey was complaining about uh, Sweden joining NATO is that the Russians have been complaining about the possibility of that happening. They've made several uh, uh, kind of, I would say, uh, threats uh, stating that if that happened, that they would it would have a lot of problems in Europe. Um, even threatening, I think, war at one time if that happened. But um, so they don't want Sweden to join. And, uh, and that's why NATO's kind of ticked off at uh, Turkey because Turkey's like, no, no, that's okay. We're, we're not going to vote for that. You know, that's that's something we don't think should happen. You know, and uh, uh, Sweden and Finland were the two. <clears throat> and you got to understand geopolitically that, especially Finland, Finland is uh, borders uh, Russia. But all the way up at the top, so does, uh, Sweden comes very close to bordering uh, Russia. And um, so the Russians really don't want to have NATO in their backyard again, you know. And you got Zelensky threatening to join NATO. Um, I wish that I hope that never happens. But uh, and then uh, <clears throat> of course you have uh, the Western powers um, where um, well a lot of adrenochrome labs are, are were and still are in uh, in Ukraine, and they ship that stuff out to the United States and to other places. And uh, they've been a hub for uh, for uh, child trafficking and human trafficking. Not that children aren't humans, but we're talking child and adult trafficking. Um, and uh, also bio labs. There's uh, quite a few bio labs in Ukraine that were set up in 
they were set up in Ukraine by the Western powers because it was illegal to set them up in the West Western countries, but not illegal in Ukraine. So you, <laughs> what do you do? You just find a proxy that can do it for you, you know? Um, so anyway, there's, I know a lot of people are, are free Ukraine and they're, they're against Russia, but, uh, I think considering all things, I think that that's not a good way to be, <laughs> um, that uh, Russia has a right to defend itself uh, against all threats that it perceives to be at its border. Um, and you got a country like the United States that will not defend its border. So um, don't get me started on that. Well, folks, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going <clears> to <throat> get ready to wrap it up here. It's, we've only almost been on an hour. Uh, it was a pretty interesting subject. And um, if you get a chance, I, I couldn't find it. Uh, it's out there. Um, there's a picture of uh, a cloud formation that happened in Turkey the day of the earthquake. It, it's freaky. It looks like a gigantic square donut up in the sky. And um, for lack of better words, you might find it looks like something else that you know better. But um, And it happened the day of the earthquake. So it shows you that uh, Harp was, or the West or the United States or whatever, was messing around with Harp, trying to get it to, to start an earthquake there. So... Um, yes, we do have that technology, and from what I read, we've had it for a while. And um, the the powers that be are spreading a lot of uh, hurt and killing a lot of people with the uh, these technologies that they have. And uh, but they've proven through the through the shot that um, they don't think people are are worthy of living and. Um, so if they kill 20,000 in Turkey, it's no big deal to them. You know, it's, you know, it's like, it's like killing a colony of ants to them, you know. But um, I'm just happy that Yahweh has, sees us and doesn't see us as a colony of ants, but sees us as a special creation that he made from day one, actually day three. And, um, and he loves us and he protects us and he wants the best for us and uh and he's not out to exterminate us you know well you killed all the mankind before the flood yeah well first of all they were moving they were messing around with genetics so were they really mankind um and second of all they were uh, wicked uh the scripture says that uh, every thought of them was evil continually okay it's that's a very bad place to be I, I can only imagine um so um folks uh yeah i'd rather serve yahweh who's who's out to um well he saved my soul and i'll always be saved and um <clears throat> he's quick to forgive and he's quick to forget and he's uh you know forget that forget your sins um and i like something that don francisco used to sing he said there's no sin that you can imagine that's stronger than his love and that's powerful it really is and um we need a lot of <clears throat> a lot of love in this world today folks uh, there's so much hatred and so much malice and and so many people that um <clears throat> are are doing evil and, and and enjoying doing evil and um and we just need a lot of a lot of love in this world and uh, only Yahweh can provide that right now and forever actually so um, if you don't know him you might want to get to know him if you need to uh, need to know more about that um, oh let's see I got a new email yesterday otmhost at gmail.com so go ahead and write to me, and if you want me to forward it to um, Brian, I'll do that, and we can both contact you and talk with you, and and uh, or if you just want to say hi. So that's another thing. So um, anyway, folks, uh, like I do every time I'm on here, um, I give you the. Um, and if you ever wondered what this is all about, uh, Leonard Nimoy best explained it because uh, Leonard Nimoy was Jewish, and I think he grew up in more of an Orthodox. Uh, sort of fashion and um uh, there's a part of this the uh, jewish service where everybody has to turn around and kind of look at the back and why they do that while they do that it's right at the end of the service um the uh the rabbi you know he raises both hands and does an ironic um blessing an ironic convocation on the people and um 
Leonard Nimoy said that uh, out of curiosity, he wanted to know why he had to turn backward. And he looked up there and saw the priest, priest saw the rabbi going like this. Okay. Um, and that's where he got that for, for Star Trek. Okay. I thought that was pretty neat, actually. But this, to me, um, if you look at it like this, it, it's very similar to the letter that stands for uh, SH in Hebrew. Um, and we get different words from that. The Shema, which is the um, the convocation that, you know, Hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and it goes on and on. Um, and it's also Shaddai, the SH for Shaddai. Um, so anyway, it's um, it's got a lot of meaning. And um, so that's why I do this when I pray. I figured I'm putting a little ironic um, blessing on you folks. And uh, judging by my heritage, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine on you and be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out and your coming in, your rising up and your lying down. Yeah, may he give you peace and may he give you that peace that passes all understanding like nobody on earth and nothing on earth could give you uh, may he give that to you and if you don't know him seek him out okay um, and if you're that curious that means he's calling you and if he's calling you you better answer <laughs> okay god bless you and um we'll be back uh uh, probably Saturday, I'm thinking, because um, Brian will probably be available then. Uh, we want to do a show on uh, World War Three. So, hey, folks, um, Yahweh bless you, and uh, we will talk to you. I will talk to you soon, okay? <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs>